Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Another episode of the Detour Live, and what another epic day of Grand Tour racing in 2022. <laughs> the conditions were pretty shocking at the end there, but uh, a fantastic story. And we do have obviously an Australian cycling bias on this show, and we're proud of it. And Jay Vine gets the chocolates, Johnny Tavaro. Yes, look, amazing, really. I mean, we had a chat with him before the start and, uh, yeah, he was sort of hoping maybe to get into the break and, and and he punctured and so he missed his chance to get in the break, which is probably a fantastic thing because, well, not probably, it was a fantastic thing because he then went to have to do it the hard way. He, uh, you know, went just shot away from all the big stars and, and a horrendous day, as you said. And we were lucky enough, uh, Vati and I were up there, a bit of iffy luck, <laughs> to be at the finish uh, and, and to, to, to witness it all, which was just wonderful. We've had uh, we've had Jay, here's the reaction um, post-finish line. We've had him on the show before, but um, his story, and we've covered it, it's been incredible because obviously yeah. coming from the Swift Academy, uh, a virtual racer, and then he proved himself when he went over to Turkey for his, his big race with the team at the time. And um, you knew he had something special. And Yeah, you know, yeah modern- it, it was. The whole story is something else, you know. I mean, he, he ran fifth, I think, in the in the Suntour in 2020. And so we knew he... he it was a domestic race, but we knew he was good. But this is another level. It's his first race ever in Europe to win, first win ever in Europe, and to do it in a Grand Tour. <laughs> it's not a bad way, but not just a lucky win or someone wins win the stage. This was riding away from the best. Vanipol was chasing hard and couldn't close that gap. Vanipol wanted the red, but he so he was really going hard to, to, to stay away from Roglic. But he wanted that stage win, but he couldn't pull him back. Hmm. Well, there is a bit of a shake-up on the GC. If you, but let's have a look at the stage results. Uh, there you've got Jay Remco, 15 seconds behind. Enric Mass yeah. was up there. Um, but the big one is obviously Rod, Roglic uh, losing, you know, a minute and, geez, how good's me Mass? 22 seconds to uh, Remco, uh, which puts Remco in. The, I'll bring up the GC. Uh, overall, oh, it's, it's, second, amazing. But... it's amazing. There's a large group uh, coming in with MK, with, with Jai, uh, Simon Yates, and Ben O'Connor, but they were all at uh, um, you know, minute uh, 20 down on, on uh, uh, Venipole and, and a minute 37 down on Jai, who, who, uh, Jai, who, who, who was great. It was a fantastic win. And he was afterwards one of the, the, the Commentators asked him what's it like to be, you know, the strongest climber to, on a, in, a, in a Grand Tour. He said, oh, no, I wouldn't say that. Well, I'm going to pull him up on it tomorrow morning before the start. I'll say, hey, mate, you were the strongest climber t- today. You know, there's no doubt. Here's yeah. the GC. Yeah, so Remco's moving into the lead. Uh, Rudy Mallard, uh, overnight leader, has uh, clung on to second. Uh, Enric Mass moved into third. Roglic now fourth at one minute and one second behind Avenipol. So, you know, that's going to be bloody interesting. Uh, really <laughs> great to watch. Uh, Sivakov, the, the big loser really for the day uh, was uh, the Ecuadorian, uh, Richard Carapaz, who... who Dropped another minute from all these guys, so he's gonna—he won't come back from that. No. Um, all right. Well, we've got a lot of uh, interviews again. Here's your first batch of 
bundled them up with all the Aussies first, and then we'll go to the internationals <laughs> before we start. So here's all the Aussies okay. before the start. So uh, start to get serious today, eh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the finish is uh, pretty tough. Looks like a pretty tough climb, so uh, yeah, it should be a solid day. It's a new climb. I don't think anyone really uh, knows much about it. It's a, it's a new climb today, yeah. so new in the, in the world, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, none, of the, none of the guys have done it before, so uh, a bit unknown. We've just seen, uh, obviously, the profile and a few images of it, so, yeah, it should be exciting. It looks, looks like a hard climb, so, yeah, it should make for an uh, interesting race. So you've got a day off uh, uh, jersey duties, yep. but they could very well come back after the day. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you just have to wait and see how the uh, how the race pans out and what FDJ decide to do, and then uh, what's happening there in the finish. Whether anyone wants to take it up to go for the stage, or whether it's like yesterday and uh, a group gets away to the finish. So, what do you think your role will be today? Uh, I think, uh, yeah, just obviously still look after Primoz. Uh, hopefully we still have a few of us uh, going into the last climb and just support him as good as possible. So, Jay, uh, getting interesting today. Today, the first real challenge of, of this Vuelta. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, today's going to be interesting. It's Still, it's not, it's not typical Vuelta, is it? You know, there's no... 15% for 4Ks uh, yet in this race, but uh, I think the final climb is still, still pretty uh, pretty challenging, so we'll see what happens. I'm sure they're coming later, but um, for you, how is your form? How do you feel? Yeah, feeling good. Um, look, the, the plan is always to uh, go for that stage win, so um, yeah, just been losing time throughout the race so far. Um, the yeah, the first goal is always that that stage win. So we'll see how it happens today. So today could be that opportunity because a very realistically a break could stay away again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh, we had a had a couple of plans yesterday. They didn't come to fruition. Um, the brace race the race went really really long. Um, and I mean, Solaire Solaire went when no one was expecting it. So. Um, kudos to him for bridging a two-minute gap by himself. That was pretty impressive. Uh, but, yeah, we're hoping for a, a lot smarter race today and see if I can get uh, myself or one of the other guys in the move. Good luck, mate. Thank you. How's it going? Jai, how are you, mate? Now, uh, it's getting serious today. What, what do you think will happen in today's stage? Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's... I don't think it's the hardest stage, but I think, yeah, it's probably the first uh, test for the GC guys with the two two hard climbs at the, at the end there. So, um, yeah, especially the second last one is a really tough climb. And then the first half of the last climb is also really solid. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You think it could be like a racing two, one for a separate GC for, for the attacking guys and one for the real hitters? Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can see it being a big fight for the breakaway game today, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what FDJ do and what Yumbo do. But um, yeah, I think it'll, yeah, I don't know, it'll be a hard, hard finish, and uh, yeah, I don't think it's super decisive, but I think it'll be pretty solid. Yeah. And you yourself, how are you feeling at the moment? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, just uh, ticking along nicely, so can't complain. Uh, oh yeah, still is, still kicking, so it's the main thing, eh? 
our regular uh, morning uh, update. So what's the plans for Ineos today, mate? Look, today's the day for the lighter flowers, not for me. Um, so, look, I'll try to do my work early and then recover for the rest of the day and watch the boys get to work. But, uh, now, nah, hopefully the weather holds off. It's not looking promising, but... Uh, yeah, look, I think today's the day where it's going to get shaken up. Um, we've already lost a little bit of time to the Jumbo boys, so I think that's what we're going to try and make it up today. So you think it'll be a, a breakaway uh, stage win and then a race for, for the uh, GC boys at the back, or what? Yeah, I actually think it might. Uh, the GC guys might go for the win. Those 10 seconds at the end are quite important. Uh, we already saw Rob Lutz is pulling away using that, so I think maybe... Uh, We'll try, we'll try to keep it together. I think that second last climb, that penultimate climb, is actually the harder one. And I think if the GC boys go hard up that, it'll, it'll come back together and they'll race for the win at the last one. Um, but yeah, look, we've got four cards to play and hopefully we can use our numbers uh, really well and team up on the others. There you go. It was obviously plan A for Jay Bond, if he. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, uh, what a what a wonderful ride. I, I, I can't wait to, to listen to him. I was just and, and it's funny how what happened, it was a terrible day, and they said uh, there's we got a message through saying there is no shelter at the finish. Uh, we suggest unless you have to be there that you stay. Uh, to the press center. So finding the press center was hard enough. We finally found it. It was in the middle of nowhere. Uh, nowhere, not near the course, you know, 10, 15K from the finish. So we found that plenty of time. I thought, you know what? I said to, to, to Vazzy, not much is going up there. We'll go to where the team buses are and we'll get the interviews with the guys when they come down. Because we were told they would go over the top down to the team buses. Well, that's not what happened. They had to ride back down the race. But so we got the guy at the press center to give us the information. Put a pin drop. We drove there. No, sent us the wrong way. We hit the course 4K to go. It's you've got no vision at all. The, the, the fog, whatever you want to call it, the low cloud was was in. You, you could see 20 feet. We get there, oh, well, we're going to have to go up to the finish. So we're up to go up there, and then we come across this magnificent uh, guy on his horse. Wow, looked like one of the, the, the last ap apocalypse. He was, boy, he could he ride. And uh, so he galloped up in front of us. to go. So then uh, we get there, you can't see anything, Can't hear, there's no GPS, can't hear what's going on. We see on the TV that Jay Vine's up front. I said, Vassy, he's going to win this. Uh, with a better pile, but we, we, we couldn't even we got there, we didn't even know what to, to say to anyone, but it was just great to be there. Great to be there, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, here's the second batch of pre race interviews, and uh, there's a grab in there with Remco Ebnepol, um, before the start as well. So, uh, let's have a squeeze. <laughs> Simon Yates, um, the race is really hotting up today. First big uh, uh climb to the finish. How's the fall? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's actually looking a bit cold today, so I mean, that could also change the racing. We've been racing in some uh, quite harsh conditions. The last couple of days, humid and heat, so uh, yeah, we'll see how the body picks up, but yeah. I mean, I need to, to gain some time back, so uh, if the legs are good, maybe I could try some today, but uh, yeah, we'll see. How do you think it'll pan out? Do you think a break will be allowed to go, or do you think it'll be you TC guys going for the finish? Um, yeah, I don't know. Now with the, the new leader in the race, um, it could go both ways. It could go anyway. Uh, I expect a big, a big fight like yesterday for the breakaway. Um, and then, yeah, because I, I don't know who's going to be really interested from a GC point of view to bring it back. I mean, uh, I think a lot of teams will be looking for the breakaway, so we'll see how that goes.
Good luck tonight, mate. Thanks. What was the tactic yesterday when having a loss at the row? Was that just part of the plan to have somebody fight? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, we were just covering moves and he just ended up, ended up in the move. Um, but I. Um, I, I'm happy for those guys to do that. I, I actually like that they, those guys have an opportunity and, uh, to try for themselves. He's obviously got great legs. Um, we'll see how he pulls them today. Um, but yeah, hopefully the other guys have some chances too. <laughs> how, how, how are your sensations in this first uh, six, seven days of racing? Uh, it's been okay. Um, I think it's been quite really uh, hostile conditions here. It's real humid and, and quite hot. Well, right now it's feeling uh, quite warm as well, but uh, it might be quite cold towards the end, so uh, we'll see. Fred, uh, I'm not going to say the ornaments were flying in the team bus yesterday, but I heard you were a little bit frustrated with the way it turned out. Yeah, I was, but I just can't let that get to me, you know? I think I've obviously got... I'm really, I'm in really good shape after the tour, and I just got to keep pushing, and it's gonna, it's gonna come, you know. Just got to keep trying, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I get to wear a leader's jersey in the tour, at least, and then water, at least. So, nice. Nah, it's, it's still, still a pretty good day out, I'd say. <laughs> Do you have the sense that you're a bit of a marked man these days, particularly after the tour you wrote? Potentially, but I think I just, I just need to keep a cool head. I think I got, I got maybe a bit too frustrated yesterday. Just need to. Need to gamble a little bit more. Maybe show that I was, you know, play my playing the acting card a little bit and pretend, you know, sort of not not show my card so early. I guess I kind of I made it quite maybe a bit too clear that I was a strong like one of the strongest in that in that move. And, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what cost me. But nah. you, you race how you race, you know. You race how you want to race in the, in the moment. So it's hard to. You, can, you know, it's easy to look back and see or what you could have done differently, but it's, it's going to come at some point. And I'm, I'm just, yeah, I really enjoyed it yesterday on the crowds, on the, on the climb, and everything. I think you got, I got to absorb that as well as there's the disappointment, but you, you know, still a great day. Fred, you, know, say, you said online this morning that you were, uh, your legs were maybe too good. Yeah, I think I was, I, I was just surprised that the climb. You know, I kind of didn't necessarily want to be in the breakaway in the first place because I was thinking, oh, that climb's not, I'm not going to get over that. So the way I was feeling the first time up, I think it was a bit of a, it was a shock to me at the time, you know, I, and I think you know, even the team as well, I think that we were, we're pleased that I could, you know, good up, that, up a climb like that, but at the same time, I think that's what, it might have even been better if I was coming from behind to join, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Pollard is kind of thought of as a semi-climber. Is there any chance, are you giving yourself any chance today of climbing faster than him and taking that red jersey? Um, we'll see how it goes, we'll see how I'm feeling. Yesterday was a big day out, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna enjoy my day in white, but yeah, we'll see what, what how he's feeling as well, but yeah. But it'll be, it'll be a, a big test of the 12.6 kilometer climbing. What are you sort of big reference points? What's the, the day that you can think back to and say to yourself, well, that's, that's what I can do when I climb like this? Um, I mean, to be honest, yesterday I kind of felt, well, this is, you know, I've not, I've never climbed like this before. So, yeah, we'll see. But, you know, there's, there's more, there's a lot of breakaway, there's going to be more breakaway opportunities. So I kind of got to think about those as well. So, we'll see. See how I'm feeling today, to be honest. Daryl, Stephanie, wife of the old dog yet, mate. 
Ah, uh, still some left in the tank, eh? Uh, no, it was a tough day yesterday. But yeah, I was, gave it everything I had. I rode it smart. Uh, I had nothing else left to give. I had one bullet left for that sprint, so that was it, you know. Uh, brain, gambling, everything, and it come back together, but it uh, didn't come back together, so that's how it goes. Yeah, at one stage there, 2K to go, it looked like they might coming back. You would be thinking about a stage win then. Yeah, like I thought, I thought we I thought it was going to happen, you know, a new friend and uh, Rudy were going for the jersey, so I thought, okay, well, there'll be a bit of a tussle between the two of them, but uh, yeah, I, thought, uh, I, was, I was hoping that one of them would close it, but, uh, you know, there were so many guys there, everyone by themselves, very difficult to, like, pin, pin it on someone else to, to bring it close, so, so they had the, I think us being there all together has just helped him win, so, um, yeah, I mean, I was happy to win the sprint, so... Uh, yeah, it's a shame it's a second. Sensational ride, mate. Good luck today. Thank you. Cheers. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So how do you study for a stage like this? Uh, yeah, like yesterday evening when I uh, when I had dinner, just looking a bit on the, the on the of your the website that the, we all use. Uh, just looking a bit into the gradients, into the running, and uh, yeah, it looks like a really nice regular climb. So. Uh, I think it's going to be a first uh, GC test and uh, I hope to not lose any time again and uh, yeah, it's always better to take a bit of time like Primoz also says, but uh, obviously it's, uh, it's not going to be easy to take time on it. So what's your prediction that will happen as far as uh, really putting Millard in the red jersey there and also will the GC riders like yourself come out and fight today or is it too early? Um, I think probably for the stage, I think it looks like a breakaway stage again. Uh, depends on how FDC controls the break. Um, and if there is not any dangerous uh, guy in the front for, for their jersey, I think they will let it go. And then uh, I think that then the, the race in the GC group will explode on the last line. But uh, yeah, I think uh, for this week the most tricky stage is Saturday. So uh, there still might be a bit of like hide and seek for today. But, uh, I think if, if every um, mountain finish is uh, is always a bit uh, racing, a bit uh, uh, yeah, like looking into the favorites. But of course, uh, yeah, this we have to see the race situation. Uh, also, if there's a guy on two minutes or uh, let's say four or five minutes in the breakaway, they won't let it go too far. And then it's it's uh, more leaning into a GC race. But I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I mean, we have to wait until we. Until the break is gone, and then we can decide. Yeah. Rimka, how did you think your legs are based on the last few days? Uh, so far, good. But uh, yeah, we also didn't really race yet. Uh, I mean, for the, for the GC guys. Uh, but definitely, it has been two really fast days yesterday. Like uh, uh, almost two hours full gas racing uh, for the breakaway. Um, I'm happy it was quite a large road, so I could still uh, have a benefit of the slipstream. Um, but definitely, I think. Uh, it's stage six now, um, with some hard races, with some hot, hot weather conditions, so uh, the legs will start to feel a bit sore for everybody. Um, but I just hope that the soreness is not too high for me today. All right, well, there's a good batch of uh, interviews <laughs> from before the start. Uh, now, protocol, John. When the host broadcaster for their country are chatting to the rider, you can't cut them off. I didn't came off. I let him go. I let him go. And I just jumped in when with a good one. 
Well, I'm just, just trying to prevent Biffo in the, in the mix zone coming up, mate. All right, uh, let's have a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we've got all the post-race reaction, including an interview with Jay Vine, so stay tuned. Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? But it's not. <clears throat> it's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs, semi-amateurs, and pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank and these bars. This could be the perfect match, but not this one. This girl has a bike to sell, and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace, with over 500,000 products and 900 brands, where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns, and rides. Thanks again, Bike Exchange. Get over to bikeexchange.com.au if you need anything bike-related. You need a mountain bike, e-bike, road bike, any bike accessories, you'll get the best deal and you'll be supporting your local dealers wherever you are in the world, John. Exactly. And they're a great company that uh, also sponsor one of the great uh, bike teams in the world too. So it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, Win-win-win a chicken dinner. Uh, (laughs) All right. Let's have a look at all the uh, post-race interviews, as we said, with uh, particularly Jay, Jay Vine after the finish. Funny. <laughs> Sensational. Basically, to try and turn pro. Um, we sold everything back in Australia. I 
because I'm going home in November and I'm going to be living out of a suitcase for a couple of months. It's, it's home, is, home is now in Europe and she gave up everything, she gave up her professional life um, to, to be able to support me, so yeah, that one is for her. Yeah, so, so Jay, yeah, we spoke this morning. You said you would, uh, you're trying it up the road, but you had that early puncture. Yeah. Did you think, that, well, that may be your chance going? Yeah, absolutely. I was sort of sulking for the first uh, 40 kilometres. Um, you know, uh, Frederick was trying to keep us focused, and that was even before the rain, and keep us focused because they were keeping us sort of on a tight leash to the break. And um, yeah, we weren't sure how the day was going to go, but. Yeah, then it started raining and the sulking probably got even worse for myself um, internally. But uh, yeah, I think everything started clicking um, as we hit that uh, steep climb. Um, and as we started catching the break, it was, yeah, it was, it was game one, so yeah. Now it was a very aggressive mood of yours to, move to go so early. I mean, you took them on. Yeah, I mean, it was, I knew the gap was like about a minute or something. and. I knew to, to try and close that gap and not explode getting across it. Needed to go really long. Um, Frederick um, in the radio was telling me that you know that they're not going to look at you. You're 13 minutes down, and you know to, to be able to comfortably close the gap and then go past and still hold on to the end. Needed to go go long. Um, it was steeper at the bottom as well. So yeah, we just decided to take on from the bottom. Now that you know that you are one of the most powerful climbers in the race, how are you going to approach the next mountain top finish? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm one of the most powerful climbers in the race, but oh, okay. uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it gives me confidence knowing that I can sort of race from from both groups, from the breakaway and the uh, and the and the GC group. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still a long way down in GC, so. Um, I mean, I'll probably get some freedom, but I don't think they'll let me go again like that from, from the main group so far out. Jay, what means, what means this one for you? What means this stage win for you? I mean, it means means everything, you know, your first professional win, to have it at a Grand Tour, to have it in my second year professional is, yeah, pretty, pretty cool, pretty, pretty, pretty damn cool, actually. Okay, well done, mate. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Harry, I know you've got to go, but uh, pretty rough day out there, eh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we didn't think it was going to rain, but it uh, rained in the end, and then, yeah, um, I didn't make the breakaway, uh, and that was a bit of a mistake, I think, because, uh, the yeah, it was a big and pretty strong break, and then yeah. we ended up in the bunch chasing really hard for most of the day. And then, yeah, there was a crash at the bottom of the climb uh, with the GC guys, and then that was crazy because a bunch split in two, the whole of Ineos in the front. So they were chasing like mad, and then, yeah, basically on the second to last climb, I like I got as far as I could and then sat up because uh, I'm never going to win on a stage like this, so I'm just trying to save as much energy as I can. But bloody good, hard day. Yeah, go back and get for a shower when you can, mate. Good ride. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick one, mate. Ter ter terrible day in the office today, mate. 
Ah, yeah, I mean, it actually suits me a bit better, yeah. this weather, but it was pretty unexpected. Pretty wet out there, pretty pretty hard climbs also. Yeah, we, I didn't even see where, where Simon finished because uh, of all the fog and stuff. Do you know how, how we're Also not sure. I know uh, he was the first to attack uh, yeah. of the real contenders. He, I think he wanted to have a crack today. I saw that. Um, yeah. And then I'm still yet to find out how he went. Yeah. All right, well, get back and have a shower, mate. You've got about 12k to ride in the freezing cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, well, there you go. There's post-race <laughs> interviews. Apologies for the audio. Um, I had the same sort of issues with those wireless go mics. Looks like your one was going iffy, but the uh, the stick was out of action. Yeah, I'll have to check that. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, let's have a quick look at uh, the profile for stage seven. Uh, we looks it looks like another pretty epic stage. We've got the <laughs> big cat one uh, with 125 k's into the stage, 190 k's all up. Uh, but where they finished, John, in 2018 is when Simon Yates regained the leaders' jersey and retained it till Madrid. So it's got a history of jerseys okay. flipping over. I think the same thing happened in 2016 as well. Jersey changed hands. So what are you expecting? Yeah, look when you when you have a, a, a major category climb like that so far from the finish, it doesn't normally affect the GC so much. But it's very fast from there on. There's a big run down. It's fast all the way. So um, I, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? I mean, uh, you can't imagine quick step letting it go too far. So Blake will try and get away early, but I think the, the there'll be lots of attacks on that climbers. Yeah, I think it's going to be a monster stage. And uh, I think the big boys will be uh, racing for it again. Um, and Simon Yates, you spoke to him before the start. He seemed like in pretty good spirits. He was obviously uh, yeah. attacking. And uh, what are you expecting from Yatesy? Yeah, look, it's not the type of stage that I would accept, expect Simon to win. But I think he will try and get... Uh, and split it up on that climb. I think uh, it, it's going to be a really attacking um, stage. So, yeah, I think Avanapol uh, will still be in, in red by the end of the day tomorrow, but a, a small break could get away in the last part of it of the guys not on GC to, to take the stage, you know, from, from the, the only strong guys left, but there'll be a small group go clear uh, to take the stage. And uh, before we go, Caleb Ewan had a win in stage one of the Deutschland Tour. Yes, yes, and uh, he he uh, he said it was uh, it meant a lot to him because he's so devastated that he's not been selected to represent his country in his backyard, his own backyard, as he said, which it is. You know, it's only forty fifty kilometres from his home hometown, Wollongong. Uh, from Barrel. So, uh, yeah, he's devastated and he believes he should have been picked. So he said, end of story, nothing more to say about that. That's what he said. Mm. So that's the type of guy he is anyway. Yeah. Who's your prediction for stage seven? Who do you think he's going to win? Yeah, look, I think uh, it could be someone like Fred Wright. Yeah? Yep. It just he'll right. it, get he'll come back after he'll get spat in the climb, come back and then uh, get up the road. Well, he's had a lot of second, like he had a he was thereabouts at the tour and um, 
he had a lot of impressive rides and he's still got the form, which is great to see. And he's, he's such a good character. So, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see him get up and get the chocolates. So, we'll wait and see. Uh, thanks again for all the support, guys. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, youtube.com forward slash detour podcast. Johnny? Yeah, just a, 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 a veil to uh, one of the legends of cycling who passed away today, uh, Herman van Springle. Herman van Springle, uh, Belgian superstar who ran second in the Tour de France, but uh, more famous for Paris-Bordeaux, which was the longest classic, was the classic where they used to have bring the motorbikes in, they have motor paced, uh, like I think it was about 400 kilometres, you know, it was a ridiculously long race. Uh, and he won it seven times. And he was my teammate. Uh, last year I raced over there with Safia. Uh, just a, a, a legend of a guy, one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Not that I knew him very well. I only raced a couple of small races with him. But, but uh, yeah, he was an absolute legend. Yeah, I'm sad to hear that news, mate. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll be back again, 6.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure you tune in, tell your mates, and we'll see you then. Uh, should be another epic stage. Take it easy. Be there, be there.